Hello everyone, my name is James, welcome to the Mental Health Podcast UK, I'm here with Denver. Um, me and Denver, I've gone back, what was it, to back to the days high school spring. days, man, it's been a long time now, man, <laughs> seeing each other grow and develop over the years, so that's it, be that's exciting it. To, to have a conversation today and see what see what's been going on. Yeah, definitely, It's it's been a lot of years, um, so we'll just get it kicking off really, um, how have you been? You know, this year you've been okay. You've been not too, much? not too bad. This year was a bit crazy at first to start with. Um, I quit my job halfway through this year for a few different reasons. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like being a slave for much longer than I'd already participated in, yeah. and I just and my and my music's paying now for me to sort of live off, which is which is nice. But I just see so many sheep walking around and there's so many so much bullshit going on in the workplace that I couldn't partake in it anymore so we'll touch on that later but it's been a mad year at first it was a bit crazy with everything that was going on and it was a bit like whoa I, I'm, I was scared but now um in regards to what's going on right now I just I don't fall for the government bullshit anymore yeah. you know you can take that all you want but that's how I feel about it so I'm good now this second lockdown is not going to be nice for a lot of people but I didn't find the first one too bad um, but I know that there's a lot of people struggling at this time, especially older people and people that truly are scared and that don't that aren't awake to to the bullshit that's going on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, in my experience in high school days and in what I can remember, being bullied myself was in school. Um, was you ever bullied? So I, bullying is one thing that I can't relate to. I've never really been bullied. There was one instance when I was in primary school where there was a racial incident that happened. Um, but to be completely honest with you, James, growing up, I've never really, I can't relate to those stories. Yeah. Um, I can't, t- I don't know why. Probably, I, 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 used, I, probably, I used to fight a lot. My head was a bit mashed up as a kid. So I think that people just, they just knew better than to do that, to be honest with you. But, there's definitely been um other things make up for that for that for that sort of shit but there's so many i hear a lot and i think the other thing as well when it's not not necessarily bullying but racial slurs being mixed race is very different to being black Um, you probably won't be able to relate to that but i can i've got a best best mate who's mixed race so what i mean by that is if i ask black people about the story their, the conversation is very different to, to to what I'd give. So, for example, black people's hair are different. So they 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 get different comments growing up through the life about their hair. Um, a lot of racial slurs to black people are like, oh, why does your hair feel like that? But mine's not. Mine's very European. Right. And so my story to a, to a black person, I feel, is very different. There is mixed race people do go through, obviously, experience racism. But for me, it's not one thing that I've ever really been. Um, it, I've just never really been, been through that, to be honest with you. Um, and I've always been surrounded by black people as well, so it's not too, um, it's not, but um, I've definitely witnessed a lot of race. I've definitely witnessed more racism towards the sort of Asian community in Manchester yeah. anyway, which which does um, make my blood boil every time I witness it. Yeah. Um, but it's so common now that when I hear a racial slur towards somebody of that ethnic, ethnicity, it doesn't surprise me, which is crazy. But... Um, but no, bullying and racism isn't something that I've ever really experienced, to be honest with you. Um, but I'd say that my story, my story of mental 
change probably started when I was about 11 years old. And before that, off the top, everything was fine, man. Everything was great. All my memories, when I look back, everything was fine. But my mum, my dad, we went on our first family holiday when we was 11, when I was 11, when I was just starting high school. It was like the summer between year six and year seven. And we went to Tenerife and we were so excited. It was a two-week holiday in Tenerife. We were staying at um, Sol Tenerife, which is a hotel in Tenerife. It's still there now. Um, and it was great. It was with my brother, Marcus. I was with my sisters, Shara and Melissa, and my dad and my mum. It's our first family holiday ever. So it was really exciting. I've been on loads of holidays before, but not with my dad and my and that side of my family and my mum. Yeah. And it was great for the first week. Everything was amazing. Um, I don't know what happened between my mum and my dad, but shit hit the fan after the first, literally after seven days. In fact, it, it, I, I can I, I can recite the story inside now. It was after like the first ten days actually, because sometimes I remember mum used to say that she, if we'd have gone for ten days, it wouldn't have happened. But I don't know what happened. My my dad's got a history in Manchester is some crazy shit. I don't know my and shit hit the fan and. Basically, that, that holiday ended up being the end of my mum and dad. But the way it ended was just a bit fucked. It ended up with basically my mum and my sisters nearly getting f- in front of me, like getting threw off, like almost, thank fuck, it didn't happen. But, you know, getting threw off the balcony, man. It was a really high balcony in Tenerife. And those images are in my head still to this day. And I don't touch on it much because I've got a really good relationship with my dad yeah. now, um, which some people in my family don't like for obvious reasons yeah, yeah um but that's definitely where my head started to change a little bit um i've never really been through i've never been bullied i've never had any like i said anything racially thrown at me but that's that's where my head started to change um yeah it was just the only reason i brought up the bullying is because obviously a lot of people definitely go through it man it's just one thing that i've, I've just i don't know why i've just never been through it yeah i've had a lot of disputes with people and i've had a lot of fights with people and but i've never i've never been I've, that's one thing i can't relate to i've never yeah. been bullied and i people have definitely say things behind my back and definitely but but no one's ever really said anything to my face apart from like i said one one instance in primary school where i think somebody called me a, a nigger or something like that yeah. um to be fair twice actually i was i lie twice my brother as well so and, what is but, what is your thoughts on that 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 specific word i want to touch on spirituality later and, and mm-hmm. I, it might yeah, not sound right. it might not sound like it's got any context to what you're asking me but it, it definitely does i yeah. don't really words don't really affect me as much as they used to so when i was yeah. a kid and when me and jack here used to go out as a kid if someone called me a nigger in town when i was young i'd definitely react to it in a violent way and i'd definitely yeah. get upset um but now it, th- things like that can't touch me i just feel like they're very uneducated anybody that uses that word or um and I feel like it's it's a difficult one because it's a term that's used so frequently in, in music, yeah. in my industry, that even by myself, um, that I can't really have an opinion on that. I, I can't, you've got to lead by example. Mm-hmm. In this case, I can't really touch on that because I don't suppose I lead by example in that instance, but there's, two, there's ways of looking at it. The word nigger came about um, obviously with the slaves back in the day yeah. and um, obviously the what's the word the 
the people called yeah. white people. Like, well, yeah, the slave masters, is it? <clears throat> slave masters, nigger, nigger, this, nigger, that. Um, but I feel like there's, there's ways of looking at it. You can look at it in a real negative way right now. Or you can look at it in a way that black people are using the word to empower themselves and to say that we don't give a fuck. We use, use that place. It's now our word. We use yeah, it against yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? So uh, there's ways of looking at it. Um, it's not something I've looked into too much. Um, I will do going down the, further down the line. But at this point in my life, words can't touch me right now. Yeah, I think it's a hot topic in like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, exactly. So I've got a best mate who's mixed race. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't say the word. Yeah. But if he said I could say the word, yeah. I wouldn't be scared of saying the word. So my, yeah, I, mean? I get what you're saying. My friends wouldn't. Jack I, Jack wouldn't. Jack would never say you, it. Even if you told me to say it, I wouldn't, he wouldn't say, say it. He wouldn't say it. Because I know the meaning behind it at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. And there's no reason to say that word yeah. because it's not in our vocabulary anyway. You, yeah. you wouldn't use that word ever no so anyone saying it is just using it out of context or saying it on purpose trying to hurt them yeah, trying well, to... not even trying to hurt them just because they, they just want, to, they want to, it's a word that white people shouldn't use and because they shouldn't use it white people don't like that that they can't say this word because it's restricted they shouldn't be saying it maybe in a song maybe on your own this why it's controversial isn't it yeah that's what i mean but it's, it's, it's a very hot own, topic i think it's okay to say it on your own in the music but like when you're with your friends, what's the point? You're just like, singing to yourself. I think that as well, you've got to appreciate that chains inspire young kids, money inspires young kids, girls, um, girls inspire young kids. I think that when they see their idol, Drake, um, Roddy Rich, and all these, and, and me, and using this in music. It's an empowering word. I think that it might make them feel empowered using it. I don't think they'd ever feel comfortable using it in front of a black person, but you've got to lead by example and I will and educate people. I like I said, I've not done my research too much into the, where the word came from, but the way I see it at this point in my life is that um, use what they use what they threw at us against them and, and to empower ourselves. That's how I see it right now. But if somebody did um, throw that word, I, I, I wouldn't appreciate it. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But I definitely wouldn't go kicking off. You've like wi- I might have wisened up a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If that's what, if that's if that's the hate and the energy that you're carrying inside you, and if that's how you feel. Yeah. You, you don't feel good inside yourself yeah, then then you by all means keep feeling like that but you're not going to bring me down as well that's it yeah it's a great response to have yeah. so while i was on the topic of the, the music um i came across one of your songs yeah. um and you know at the start of it you were saying happy birthday to your mother yeah, yeah. um i know um when i seen on facebook a few years ago that your mum had, mum had passed um i've not experienced it myself yeah. so i can never relate to you this is this. the beauty of mental health and problems that people go through because everyone's got different stories and no one two people can relate to the same shit do you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you might have got bullied alex in school but i can't relate to that shit and that 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 whole experience might have been maybe the person i am today exactly do you know what i'm saying so it's everyone's got the different stories but for me yeah that was my it was my mum's um it was yeah it was my mum's birthday in june i was supposed to drop that song on june 2nd but that was the day where it turned out being the day where you know, the blackout and we yeah. did the black post yeah, yeah. so I, I ended up postponing it till later that month but i wanted to do a song for my mum's birthday so that's what i came up with and yeah a lot i let a little bit out but not too much and i'm working on an ep right now and i'm definitely gonna let more um more emotions out on that topic but yeah my, so my mum passed away on the 23rd of december in 2016 and Jack definitely helped me a lot through that. He was with me every minute of the way. 
and my ex was as well. Um, it was a crazy time. It was a mad time. When I look back at it, it was a surreal time. Um, but she had um, breast, brain and lung cancer. Uh, she was amazing. She really was amazing. Jack loved her and um, everyone loved her. But um, it got the better of her. It, it's a crazy story. So she she first got diagnosed in, say, 2013. Sorry, it was earlier than that, 2012, 11. I, to be honest, I don't like think I don't remember too, too much yeah, exactly yeah. when the dates were. But And touching on the spiritual side and the, the um, all this shit that I do want to touch on later, basically... My dad is um my dad over the years has become very spiritual and he's become a, a spiritual healer, yeah. and so right away when my mom got diagnosed, he got her on a plant based diet, um he got her stop it stop eating the shit and da da she ended up doing really well with it she ended up making an Instagram page which at the time was more successful than I was remember them days yeah <laughs> the Instagram page had more followers than again. me yeah she did she had Twitter <laughs> she had thousands of followers on Twitter and um bro literally bro <laughs> everyone was swear down. She had bare followers, but it was because she posted vibrant pictures of her vegan food and da da da. And anyway, she kept up with it. She gained a load of fans, and it was great for her. She was really happy. Um, and she ended up getting the all clear maybe like a year or two later, mm. because of the diet and because of her life and a, and a mental state change and a thinking positive about life. Um, and she ended up getting the all clear. And then when I look back at it, I feel like once she got the all clear, she let herself go a little bit again. Yeah. Um, which is something that I do need to, I do need to speak about because as as heartbreaking as it is to to say that, it's the fact. And the fact is, these people's parents out there that are dying right now, yeah. and if they let themselves go for a second, then the same shit can happen. And I feel like it's normal if you if you feel like you're fine again and you're back to normal, then you, you I think psychologically you might it can happen. You might just let yourself go, but um, it ended up coming back uh, much worse than the first time. Um, but it still was never really that bad. Like I remember thinking, well, but if you looked at it, you, do you remember them days where we'd say yeah. to each other, like, if you looked at it, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't even know. And then out of, nowhere. out of nowhere, like one day, I think it was a drug more than anything. I think it's the, the, um, just the thing called the uh, chemotherapy. chemotherapy. Yeah, chemotherapy. Yeah, it's the chemo and then the, the, uh, the morphine and all that shit that, Took a toll on the body. Yeah. Out of nowhere, man. Like she, she. I think the first. In fact, I remember I was with Jack. The first time we realized, shit, what's just happened. Yeah. Jack might not remember, but she was. I don't think none of us drove then, and she was driving around Pendle Road, which is shit. Maybe edit that. She was driving around my street. I remember exactly where it was. We was coming around the back way. I don't know where we just been with my grandma's or something. And she said a sentence, and it just didn't make sense it just didn't make sense what she said and that was like what it just didn't make sense like she just it was either it was just like a sentence but all the words in the wrong place yeah and that was the, when shit started to hit the fan with with her illness because she her brain wasn't working right and she just couldn't get the words out right and she started um just slurring her speech um and then so at that point it was just me and my mum in the house maybe i should go back a little bit further anyway when she first got diagnosed with cancer Essentially, I started making music in 2013. Um, influenced for a lot of different reasons, but the the main reason I sort of started recording my own music in my house was because my mum was poorly and I couldn't. It's also why I had to quit athletics as well, which people might not know about. Obviously, you do, but I couldn't make it to training. 
because Is that because you wanted to stay at home, you were scared of leaving. It's because I couldn't make. She couldn't take me anymore. Right. She okay. couldn't take me. I mean, I could get the bus, but it just wasn't working. So okay. she couldn't take me anymore. So she, we ended up building the studio in my bedroom. Um, it's a real cool studio. Uh, just so that I could be in the house more and often. Now, at this point, it didn't really matter because she wasn't that poorly, like I said. Um, but then she started having seizures and fits. And so the hard part about this was that it was only me and her in the house. So there was my dad wasn't there at this point, and um, it was literally just me and her. And my grandma didn't like leaving the house. She was in the same role, but she didn't like leaving. Man. Uh, and so I couldn't leave at this point. When she started having seizures, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't do anything. I, couldn't, I definitely couldn't train. Yeah. So the escape was to just make music in my studio, which worked really well. Um, and then on the off, t- off times that she might go to Morrison's to go shopping, to feel normal, there was one time where she was collapsed in the middle of Morrison's and I had to get there rapid. I got a car, see your mum's collapsed and it was horrible. When she'd have a seizure, I'd have to, um, I'd have to get syringes and like, while she's there, she, in fact, that's the that I had to like, just pour it down her throat. One of the crazy stories is me, Jack, and a couple of our friends were in town with a buffet. And um, this was the first time she had a seizure. And we didn't know what a seizure was then. Did you know what a seizure was then? No. We didn't know what was happening, man. What, what, age, what, what age was you when, when this, this was, was like, going on then? Yeah, she's quite young. I think this was like 2000. I think she may have got it in 2012. And then she got the Orclay in 2013, was it? Yeah, this was about, this would have been 2016, this, yeah, 16. because we was, it was 30 what times, man, so, um, so at this point, yeah, so we was at, we was at, what's the buffet called, we was at buffet in town oh, anyway, yeah, yeah, you can eat, and then we, my sister spoke to my mum every day on the phone, the best friends, so she'd yeah. always speak on the phone, and so if anything weird happened, my sister would know, and me and Jack was just eating in town, um, my sister called me and said, Denny's mum okay, because she's just, put the phone down in the middle of a call. I think it was on FaceTime as well. And just, the phone just ended. And my mum wouldn't do that, especially not without calling the back. So I was like, oh, I don't know. This should be fine. I didn't really think much of it, to be honest. But then she was worried. So we rushed home from town rapid. We was going very fast down Hyde Road. I remember this day like it was yesterday, man. And I was with Jack's big brother. He was Jack's little brother. Jack's little big brother. He was a lot bigger than all of us. And he's he's got a lot of respect in this area. And... And um, we got in the gaff, and Jack left me outside, and he drove off. And I was, I went in the gaff. I, sc- I screamed, "Mom!" And she didn't answer. And, and I ran panic. upstairs. Well, she just didn't answer. Like I was, yeah, panicked straight away. Because she always answered. I go in the door. I shout, yeah. "Mom!" She answered the door. And then I ran upstairs, and she was just lay on the bed, like, on her back. And I don't think any of us ever forget this vision. It's still one of the most tragic things. Like, yeah, man. And she, she was just foam coming out of her mouth. Like she was lay on her back. And I um and in truth I thought she was dying, like I thought she was dead. Like I didn't know what was going on. I genuinely thought she was dead. Um I called Jack to come I called Jack before the ambulance because um I'd I'd feel safe when he was there. Yeah. And she he, he, they came back rapid and then everyone came, went upstairs into the room and seeing Jack break down is one thing, but seeing his brother break down is another thing because Tom doesn't Tom's a Tom's a G, do you know what I'm saying? He's a G and he doesn't cry. Seeing Tom cry was a bit mad and I think you'll never forget seeing him like get upset. You know? yeah, it was mad. So it was shaking her and shaking her. We ran the ambulance and... It took ages. That they took... About literally about 45 minutes yeah. to get to the house. We thought she was dying. And it was 10 times longer. It was, it was, it was, no, it was long, it was long. The worst time, the worst experience I've ever had. 
it was long that man. Because you're literally sat there 45 minutes staring, thinking, yeah, I'm just going to lose her, she was like foam man like she was shaking i couldn't help her when you're looking at my mum and i can't help her it was awful man um so anyway so we we called the ambulance nico was there he was there tom for one other person as well was that it and then um they but they, they took time to come they took too long to come it wouldn't have been a problem if i knew what i was doing or i knew what was going on but this was the first time this had ever happened and they just took too long and anyway they they, they got here eventually and she went to hospital when she was okay, and then that that experience would then go on to happen once a, at least a few times a week afterwards. But I knew what I was doing then. I knew that it were going to kill her, or maybe it would have done. But I don't know if fits can kill people or seizures, but it was bad. Um, and so at that point, that was when I couldn't leave the house. I yeah. couldn't leave the house at all for a good year. Like if I to be honest with you, at that point I had to I needed to make money, so I'd have to sell whatever I could on the streets even there to, to get the dough to make sure that we was eating and that um, but that's in and out the gaff like yeah. I couldn't go further than the fountains or whatever and be back in five minutes you know what I mean so I was never gone for too long yeah. um, it was on your own as well because I was at uni so yeah really for, the, for the most part man like it was just me and her my sister was um, I don't know if she was living in Spain or she was in, in I think she was down south Um. But yeah, it was just me and her, and and then it kept happening and happening and happening, and then it got to Christmas time, November, and do you remember when she screamed? She just screamed, yeah, scream like eventually she just starts screaming, just just uh, like I can't, it was making mad noises, man. And then November, sorry, December twenty third, favorite it's mad because Christmas is our favorite time of the year. We've always took Christmas so serious. He yeah. takes piss out of me for like taking Christmas <laughs> so serious, man. Like, like a big kid. Yeah, because, like, I'll go to bed early on, on Christmas Eve, even yeah, still today. Like the gate, you know? <laughs> yeah, we get pyjamas. Our first gift is on the 24th. Like, my mum would buy me and my sister, who's 30 now, and she still, we'd still be doing this. We still do do this. She'll buy us, well, Melissa buys me the pyjamas now on Christmas Eve. It's our first gift. We open it, get in bed early. I don't put the carrot out and all that. To be honest, bro, I'm, I think... I, it worked long ago that I started doing that, man. I think I pissed the bed once because I was scared that it was going to get. But it's just something serious. <laughs> fucking catch me, bro! You chatting shit? I was eighteen at the time. Oh, fuck off, mate! I was about sixteen, man. Minor, but um, but yeah. So we took it. In, so Christmas always been our favorite time of the year, and then on the twenty third of December, I was downstairs and I was driving. I'd just gone and got. I put my first DP out. So much has changed, and I wanted it. I wanted my mom to have it for the gift. That's the last gift I give her. I wanted to give it to people for Christmas, my CD, my first CD. So I was printing it downstairs. My mum was upstairs in bed. And then I went upstairs and she was just she was just um just gone. Um yeah. And at that time it was I think I rang Jack. Jack came. As and that gone, night I uh, passed away as in gone passed she away. She was gone, man. She was gone. I remember the, the the last things I said to her was like if if just give me a sign that you're still here yeah, yeah. if you can you know what I'm saying like yeah, yeah. just give me a sign like any time give me a sign that you're here with me like that was the last thing I said to her and then I was I was emotional that night man I think I ended yeah but um, yeah and that was that and I mean then, I, I don't want to push you because I know your experiences oh, but, good, um, but other people who experienced this 
um, may want to listen to, you know, you hesitated and what you did after it. I don't want to push you to make you tell me what you did after it. Oh, Other it's, people it's not even involved. Do. It was, um, I was vexed that night and some people owed me money and I just I okay. took it out on right. took it out on him badly. Yeah. But, um, Everyone reacts differently, you know. Yeah, but I think that was because, I don't know, why was you driving down there? To my house. Why? Yeah, so everything had built up, you was angry. Yeah, man, you just I was just upset. But I remember house. though, I remember being in that kitchen, I remember laughing, Jack, I remember laughing. Yeah, Do you remember? I remember and coming in yours and you had your head and that was it. Yeah, and I was laughing and now I look back, I was laughing too much, man, but I think I was just fucking confused. Being shot. Yeah. 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 yeah, you don't know what to do. Um, you don't know what to do. It just it was just crazy, but I think I think the the advantage the the plus side you got to see the plus side to everything. And the plus side is when somebody's got cancer and they they're going through it for so long, even though it's the probably it's the worst time of their life. You're already um, what's the word? But um, after someone dies, you're grieving. grieving. What? Grieving. grieving. You are you grieving as you're going through it. So it didn't come as a massive surprise, you know. Because we we've been seeing a poorly for so long, and and a part of me is glad that she's not having seizures no more, and that she's we're not going through that pain no more. But at the same time, I look at people. I look at people that are on drugs and that go to the that are just addicts. And my mum was I can't look at shit like that, but my mum was one of the best people ever, and I'm not to say that, but she was amazing, man. She really was, and it's like. Everyone's got the time though, you know, and but it's like shit. Why you and why now? Yeah, you know. But that's not a very fair way to look at things. But it's not. But you know, in a day, your mum. It's yeah. why my mum. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Man. Um, everyone says they take the best, and I bet you don't have the time. Which yeah, you know, man. you believe it. Um, but it's just trying to understand now. Unfortunately, your mum's passed. What you then went through. Um, my, to be, I've got to be real, man. I mean, Jack looked, has always looked after me all my life since we met, and I've looked after him. Um, my ex at the time really looked after me. She moved in straight away. She was amazing. Well, it lasted for a few years. Nah, she was amazing. She did look after. She looked after me, man. Is that the one mentioned in the songs? Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she was amazing. She looked after me. Um, Jack's family. Jack's mum is like my mum. Yeah. No, she really is. I could literally call her mum. She, she she's like my mom, my second mom. No one ever replaced my mom, but um, and I think that I'm just fortunate that. Prob- I don't know where my life would be if she was still here. I don't know whether I'd be in a better position or not, but I'm fortunate that I've had this battle and I've I've like I've been through in the deep end. You know, anytime I've needed something from the age of eighteen, nineteen when she passed away, like. Like I just got through right in the deep end, like bills from 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 one week, my mum ironing my clothes to doing everything for me. To the next week, I've got fucking four hundred pound rent, hundred pound electric bill, the, the, the stacking up council tax that I didn't uh, get into that in a sec. <laughs> yeah, like council tax. Like I got through in the deep end, and I've learned, I've learned in a way that other people won't. And now I've got all this like. Mm. Not nothing can touch me now, but yeah, I didn't know what council tax was for like the first year or two afterwards. So I, I literally <laughs> raked up a bill of like I owed him like three grand, man. And the that thing was is, cool. why, should, why should you not? Yeah, yeah well, you're not. You're not taught, we're not taught this in school, and we've had to grow. You're not way before we've had to grow. That's why school's bullshit, and my kid won't be going to school. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. Do you know, we, we, we've been made to grow up way from 
quicker than what we're supposed to. We're not supposed to experience that. You're not supposed to experience what you went through at that age. Do you know? But and then, it's not then fair. you look at see the way I see. Then you, you say that though, man. But then I look at kids that are just going through so much worse. And I'm not saying worse, but, but there is kids there that is. are going through worse. Though there's definitely kids that are going through worse. When I look at these young kids that are either dying or they're at a younger age than I am. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, for example, oh God, I'm going to go on that. I'm, I'm, I, the reason I'm not going to touch on that is because it's not my story to tell. But yeah. um, these kids going through worse, man. These kids in Africa that are dying. How can I complain? You know so what I'm saying? Yeah. When they, when I've got a roof oh, you're and like and I've clothes. got the life that I've got, you know yeah. what I'm saying? There's definitely people going through worse. But at the end of the day, definitely. at the end of the day, it still it still hurts, you know. But yeah. my dad is amazing. My dad's helped me get through this. My dad's changed me a lot. My character a lot over the years, more than I probably give him credit for. Um, my dad was an OG back in the day, big OG, but in recent years, in the last 10 years, he really got into spirituality and he's helped heal a lot of people. Um, he really has. Um, what to say about my dad, he's it's funny. Uh, I, I had to, oh, damn, my dad's a healer. And I think that when you get into spirituality, this, this system that we're in right now, takes so much away from us and the school system that you get put in the school just teaches you how to be a slave to the government and how to be a good employee and how to work for them. Yeah. My dad teaches the opposite of that. He's basically forward in line. Literally, literally. All school is teaching you is discipline and how mm-hmm. to be and, and and it's not about who's smartest, it's about who's got the best memory, man. Like mm-hmm. who's doing these tests, who remembers the most shit. It's not even you're not it don't make you smart knowing all this shit. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you used your fucking we use maths every day, right? But when was the last time you used half the bullshit that you learned in school? Algebra. When did, yeah. you, when did you last learn algebra, man? I've used it. That's it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's all bullshit. I've wasted 13 years of my life in that sh- in that system, man. Seriously, bro. So more time, a lot of the children in my family now don't go to school, to be honest with you. Because it's just bullshit. Um, but they take us so far away. From, I think their plan is to take us so far away from our true selves. This is why people. Are, this is what I want to. This is why people are so depressed right now. They don't know who they. They don't know who they are. They don't know how to meditate. They don't know how to be, to have a quiet mind. They don't know how to. They don't know how to when when the world's throwing mad shit and they don't know how to quiet it down and and how to take it all in and how to realize that it's it, it's bullshit because they don't want that. They want you in the system. They want you killing yourself. They want the population down. They want all this shit. And I think when you get when people, I think anyone going through. Anybody struggling, I advise to read at least two books, which is The Power of Now, which is a book. Um, do you remember the author, Jack? Um, I don't no. I don't remember the author, but it's a book of how to stay in the present moment. Because when we're talking about this shit, when I'm talking about my mum and I'm crying and I'm getting upset and emotional, I'm, I'm, I'm in a place that doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. I'm looking back in time. It doesn't even exist anymore. So why am I getting upset? Yeah. Or if, for example, I've got, if I'm, if I want to fight Fraser, and I'm thinking, oh, he's going to come to my house, he's going to, he's going to do this and that, I'm, I'm creating images in the future that don't even exist. Yeah. I'm worrying myself over shit that doesn't even exist. Yeah. So this book teaches you how to be in the now. Then there's no problems when you're in the now. When you're yeah. here in this moment right now, there's no problems. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So and that and his Yeb as well, which is a meditation technique. Um, and the chameleon as yeah absolutely so is it is this your way of how you've been able to deal with it to me it's not even about dealing with it to me this is the truth and this is how this is this is what 
the system that we've been put in this matrix has took us far away from for ourselves and our spirit like if you think that this shit's real like it, to me none of this shit, but this is why now people say that you sound crazy when you talk like this but until you read it you really can't you can't you can't judge anyone until you read it you know what i'm saying um everything is energy and for example a technique a, a, an exercise that my dad does is alex if i tell you now to in fact tell you james because we're speaking sorry bro <laughs> if i was to tell you now to envision one of the worst times of your life for a minute in your head <laughs> yeah so if i told you to envision it in your head whatever you've been through for yeah. a minute and really just fixate your mind on it for a whole minute your body's going to react in that certain way because you're putting yourself in that mindset yeah. I'm, I'm not going to ask you to do it but like it would and if i speak i already more, know the answer to that exactly. i've already done that exactly you so that's I mean? it but that's just a simple exercise that teaches that it's difficult to control but we once we become the master of our thoughts we can fix this shit it's just so difficult to to get there but once you can control the way we're thinking and not be worried about this bullshit debts and bills that people send through our door and all that once you can control your mind and the way it thinks you can fix everything and that's probably the best advice that i've got to anyone that's struggling right now yeah everyone copes in different ways and i feel like my way and what i've gone through um would be i just stay active you know, I train tri- for triathlons. I do stupid events. I push I my body you, to the I limits. See you, man. I see, I see. Because if I sit down for too long, my head's just going to start clicking and clicking. And you think, what am I thinking of this for? So the more I keep active, it's the less I'm going to remember stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it's, my endorphins are being released and I'm happy I've exercised. And, you know, you, you stay positive in it. Yeah. You know, it always keeps me going. Like, I end up being sat there and thinking, all right, I need to do something now because something's creeping up on me. Yeah. You know, I used to work nights, 12 hours nights, and it'd be me after midnight till 8 o'clock in the morning. And my head would just be doing overtime. And this was years and years on end. And then before I left, I ended up breaking down to my manager. Like, you know, I, I can't cope, I can't do this no more. Um, and it was just like, the way I cope with it now is, you know, just keeping so active. Yeah. And, you know, I've got a family myself, so... It's funny because you see people that are just active like that and you, a lot of the time you don't realise that that's the reason why they're doing it for. And yeah. it is with a lot of people. Yeah. It really is with so many people. They're not doing it because... Well, they are doing it because they want to be fit, but yeah. it's also to clear the mind, man. Yeah, it's to clear the mind. And I, I wouldn't advise people to do it just to escape from it because it's always going to be in your mind no matter yeah. what. You know, it's not somewhere you can go to escape it. It's something to put you in a happy mode quick. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You feel better once you've worked out. And to keep you positive... Don't get me wrong, one day out of seven, it's going to pop up on you. And then that's when you know you really you need to deal with it. You know, yeah. I'll go for a run, I'll get it off my mind. You yeah. And sometimes that, that's the, the way it is. And that's the way I've coped. Everyone coped completely different. Yeah. And, you know, people here in your way, the way you cope or the way you deal with it or spiritually, someone might be listening who deals with it that way or want to deal with it that way because they've tried everything else. Yeah. So that's the reason why, you know, we're having this conversation today. Um. And so, yeah, so go, going on to um, your music part, your, the, the song about, um, you know, you say happy birthday to your mum. Yeah, pain is having hurt. And you said uh, something about a line about putting food on the table. Yeah. Um, fortunately for me, like, I can't remember when my mum had not put food on the table. You know, your mum probably did. I'm not saying she didn't. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it's the growing up part of being kicked out and thinking, when's, like, you know, when am I going to eat or what am I going to eat next? Yeah. 
Um, something I've always gets in my mind now that, you know, I have to make sure that my kids have got food on the table. That's what, that's the main goal. Roof over the head, food on the table, and calls on the back. That's, that's the, the, the simple stuff. And I've created this person inside of me is do not be nothing like your parents. Do you know what I mean? As bad as it sounds, people love to be like their parents. But, you know. I suppose it depends what type of role models your parents are. Exactly what type of role models, exactly that. And, you know, I don't want to be nothing like my mum. I don't want to be get, people getting kicked out. I don't want to be, you know, be abused or abusing someone physically or mentally. Mm. I want to be completely different. So me growing up is I need to be nothing like my parents. And I'm proud to say I'm nothing like them. Yeah. You know, and, you know, my parents do say they are proud of me. Do you know what I mean? But it doesn't, like, feel like... Oh, you're proud of me, yeah. So, it's, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind so of, I feel, I, know, I feel what you. So, is that both your parents, your dad and your mum? Yeah, so. unfortunately, I don't, I don't speak to my, um, my dad after an incident two years ago. Yeah, you I, did, I, I know. I don't want to take you back to that because I know you just touched on that. But your mum as well. So, literally, is it your mum as well? Yeah, yeah, mum. I still see. See, it's funny because this is something else that I speak to my friends about. Because, yeah, my mum's, my mum passed away when I was nineteen. But I'm glad that I had the years with an amazing person. And I really would aspire to be like her than having a full life with somebody that I don't get on with, you know, or someone that's not a good role model to me. So I am blessed for that, yeah. that she was amazing, you know, because obviously you don't feel that way, but I, I do everything to be like my mum was amazing. Um, um, so that's, that's interesting. You know, I mean, would I rather have a half a life with someone that I look absolutely cherished? or would I rather have a full life with someone that I'm up and down with, you know, I, no, it's... I was thinking myself this before I even asked the question before you even come on here. I'm thinking I'm gonna say I'm gonna come on here now and, and say, oh, my mum's been abusive, like she's been battered, um, not abused me, sorry, like she's been abused and I've seen it, yeah. and you know she's gonna probably hear it and feel dead bad, and I don't want her to feel that way. And I'm here saying, oh, my mum's done this and my mum's done that. Yeah. You'd probably switch in a heartbeat to have your mum here and probably go through that as bad as it sounds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What to to at least witness even going through the bad things you mean yeah would like, like i thought he's probably gonna he's gonna be thinking he's moaning about his mom my mom's not here yeah. i wish my mom no, was here do you know what i mean you never know how someone thinks no, not at all because so with mental health you're scared of what to say no not at all don't be daft because i think that that's what i'm saying bro like how do i i get nah you can don't ever feel bad about that bro yeah you know what I'm saying? Don't ever feel bad about that. If that's how you feel, man. And at the end of the day, people. Sh uh, nah, I can't. Uh, no, it's something I don't like. You can express yourself however you want to, yeah. bro. You don't need to even worry about that. Like, yeah, yeah. Because I feel, I find, like I said, bro, I find that I attract people. Like, I attract people that because I do have a lot of friends that I don't want to say any names, but I do have yeah. friends that hate the mums. And yeah, yeah, sometimes I do feel like, I don't feel like, right, stop complaining about your mum. I definitely don't feel like that. I feel like, I feel like, she, nah, she's still here. So at least try and make it work. Yeah. But yeah. then I can't put myself in a position. I don't know what she, she's, if she yeah, is, you've not been in there. that's what I mean. So I've not been, I don't yeah. know what, if she's a bitch, then, yeah. do you know, what can I say? But I think that life is just far too short. And I think that it don't, forget the fact that it's your mum. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. The fact that, it's just a title. It doesn't make a difference to me. Yeah, I've got the same blood as a It doesn't matter. It's energy. Like this is that. If that spirit and that person is amazing, yeah. then if not, remove it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying, Jack? How many people have you just like Jack? 
there's so many negative people that have come around Jack's life recently and he just removed them. Yeah. Whether that's whether that's his dad, his mum, any it don't matter who it is. Do you think going through them situations that you've been through has allowed you to have such an open mind? I think that it's the spiritual side of things that have allowed me to have yeah. this open mind. Yeah, if I didn't, if I yeah, if I didn't have, if I didn't, your dad has the spirituality thing with what your dad has taught. It changes your perspective. It opens your mind. Instead of thinking of things of negatives, you've got to think, what did you learn from that situation? Every situation in your life, don't ever take the negative from it. Take the positive of learning something from it, and then for future. Whatever that, whatever you learn, don't do that again. Or yeah. don't have that type of person around you, and that will happen again. Don't keep these negative people around you. Got to learn from it, man. Don't kick them out of your life. You can still speak to them, but if you have them negative people around you, what's gonna come? Negative, negative shit. Yeah. It's like Definitely. you said the other day, man. You don't ever, you don't ever need to burn bridges, man. But you just remove those people from mm-hmm. your life. Um, it's easy said than done. It's so much easier yeah, said yeah, to yeah. say that than done. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't just remove people like that, but it's practicing it. If you want it, if you if you don't want negative people in your life, practice getting rid of them. You know, I'm not saying do it; it's not that easy. But just start, just make a start. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And practice it. Um, just make a start, man. Um, Sometimes you can't get rid of people. I've got people in my life that I want on. Yeah. But I just I think I've I, I always think I've got an open mind. I just don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah. If you don't like me, call them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's I don't care if you don't like me. Yeah. You don't want to speak to me. Don't speak to me. But I speak to people now that I don't have to speak to, but why? Why shouldn't I? Yeah, I really. Yeah, it's still I, I, it I, but you, you say that, bro. But your circle is very small. Like you said to me the other day, before you spoke to me, like you really only ever spoke to Fraser. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Fraser's my only mate. Exactly. So I don't, I don't like people. I think the key is keeping. <laughs> people throw away feelings. Yeah, that's his way. So, man. so, so while we're on this topic, like obviously, like I said, the the, the main part of this is to for people to. You know, open up and talk to people more. I've not been able to open open up to my mum, my dad. You know, I have told them that I was struggling, um, but not told them what struggling with. Yeah. Uh, I've told my missus we're struggling and bits and bits here, and I'm not even told my two close best mates. Um, and with you, you you lot here, it seems like you kind of know. Do you want to open up to to mum? Yeah, it it kind of, but then I don't want to put my stuff on her and don't want to make her feel like it's bad. It's all her fault. Exactly. I, I, because I, it's I, not I, it's not her fault that her partners have battered and bruised her, you know. It's not her fault that I've had to witness that. You know, if I didn't witness that, I might not be the man I am today. You know what I mean? I I've got a question for else. you. I've got a question for you. So, I've never. Fucking hell! It's not nice talking about this. No, go for it. No, but it's not about. I'm not bothered about telling you guys. It's about who's going to hear it. But I've got to be truthful and like. I never witnessed my mum getting abused, but she definitely got. I mean, there's blood on the ceiling in a bedroom still right now from 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 things that went on. Um, there's an alarm on the wall. It's fixated on the wall that um, that she used to have to press in case a, someone came too near to her um, because she was what's, like a restraining order. Was that? Kind of, yeah. Um, and I only it's mad because I only seen that today with Joelle reminded me and there's blood on the ceiling still. I never witnessed it though. Mm-hmm. But my sister, my sister, who I love more than anything. She um, she did all her life. And she hates the man in question for that. Yeah. Um, I've sent her recently some books to try and help her head get around it. Um, but that's something that I can never relate to because I yeah, did. Yeah. I seen. I did. I did see things like I said on holiday when yeah. I witnessed that. But Stop I never. But I've just never seen it. I've never physically seen it myself. Whereas she really did. She saw the worst of it, and so has my, all my other brothers. Carl, well, Carl has Marcus hasn't. I don't think Charlene has. Um. 
But it's a difficult for me because my sister does everything for me. When my mum died, she bought the house and then put it in my name so that I didn't lose the house that I'd lived in all my life. Yeah. It's a big thing to do for someone. Yeah, definitely. She's done so much for me. She's she's helped me with money at times. She's My sister paid for me to live in Spain when I was nine or ten to do a GCSE course when I was ten years old mm-hmm. because she just wanted the best sort of start for me. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like and this was when she was 18. She used her inheritance to pay for that for me. My sister's amazing, but it's difficult when she can't stand some of the people in my life because of what she's witnessed them do. Yeah. But I but but I don't want to live with that hate inside me of um I don't want to live that negativity of, of I could remove them but this person is, is a good definitely a good influence in my life, you get what I'm saying? And yeah. so but it's difficult when she comes home because she can't stand them. Yeah. And she doesn't really understand she doesn't like me being around them. Yeah. Makes sense. And it's yeah, difficult. it kind of makes sense. Like I've, I'm kind of in her shoes like I don't think I could blame my parents for what they've done. That's what I'm saying. So I'd be, I'd be living too, I think I'd be living too much in the past and there's nothing I could have even done. Do you, so it's kinda like So what what if I was to put if you was to if you had a little sister, I don't know whether you do. No, no. But if you had someone in your life and, and they lived with your mum in that arsehole mouth, yeah. But you love this person, like you let's say it was your little sister, how would you feel about if they had a relationship but you couldn't stand the cunt? It's her business, do you know what I mean? Like, it's her life. If you know, if she wants to, like, you know, have them in the life, then then fair enough. She needs to accept that you don't. Do you know what I mean? And and that's what it is. Like, if my say, if I had a sister now, and you know, she was young enough, she didn't see it, and and I saw it all, um, and she wants to build a relationship with my father or my mum, but I hated him, then that's her choice to judge them. That's her choice to make her judgment of. See, I don't know how I feel if I did witness it, but I, I didn't. And yeah. I don't think that's the reason. I think that the only reason is just because I I don't want to live with hate inside my stomach. No, definitely not. No, you know what I'm No, it can turn. It can turn. It can turn you evil, and you don't want that. So if you did open up to your mum, how do you think she would? What do you think? How do you think? How would you envision it going down? Bad. My mum. It just panics over everything. She's got her own issues. I don't even know why. She said I, I can ask her about it, but I don't want to. My dad said the same, why he was the way he was. You know, when I was younger, he, he tried sitting me down and talk to me, but I was way too young for that. I was like, I don't want to know what's happened in your life to make you turn to drugs. You know, you shouldn't be putting it on me, I'm a kid. Um, and I don't think I want to know now. Um, not because I judge him in any way. It's just because I don't want to know. Yeah. Because that, whatever's happened, if I know that person that's caused that, then I might have a different opinion with them, and I don't want to. Do you know what I mean? It's it's happened to you. You judge that person. You know I love you the way that you, the way you are. I ain't gonna judge you in any, any other way. Um, so if I was to open up my to my mum, I think it would cause her way more anxiety, way more stress, because she's already got that. Ten Which times is she's attacked to make you feel guilty for that. No, she won't make me feel guilty. You know, she's been there through everything. Like it's just been me and my mum basically for the most of it. Um, you know, she'd you accept it because you think she doesn't want to accept what's happened in the past. No, when I told her I was struggling, she accepted, you know, that it was her fault. She was sorry, but she doesn't need to be sorry. I'm still alive and breathing. Do you know what I mean? And I'm born with the money on today to not be like my parents, like I said. Um, but if I was talking up on my mum, she, you know, she'd take it on board. But she'd probably feel bad, hundred percent, that it, she feels like it's her fault. That's why I could do. But she'd be like. I'm sorry. She even said that. I'm sorry. I put you through that. But 
there's nothing you could have done. Like what? Could, I don't think she could have changed anything different. So you feel like you can't talk to her because you feel you might upset. Yeah, I'll probably upset her, make her worse, and no matter how many times I say it's not your fault, it probably might not sink in. I feel like I could speak to my dad about anything mm. apart from that. Apart from like the bad situation that I've seen him in, because there was one time that. You was there as well. You've fucking been there for a night. You come. Thank you, Yeah, yeah. I say that too loud. Yeah, there's one time like I did try and sort of speak about the the breakup, and it just definitely didn't go in the way that I expected. He's learned a bit. I think he he's at a place now where you maybe he couldn't. I don't think so. I think it triggers people. I think it triggers. Maybe. I think that things trigger people. I don't know. I say that. I mm. don't know. But I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even want to risk it. Not risk yeah. it. He's people people are scared. It. People are scared of, of even doing that type of stuff. Do you want to speak to him about that? I want to hear his side to it. Yeah, I think everyone wants to hear. Yeah, but there's two sides the side. to the story. And yeah, I, like Gad said that to me. Nah, there's no, there's no, there's no. I don't feel like there's any. Um, no, I don't feel like there's any excuse for sort of. And you know, if if it's going good now, you don't want to say something and ruin it a bit. You know what I mean? You want to keep it good. You don't want to bring something up in the past and it just go. And yeah. just unfold. I just, I think that if I, I think it depends how I approach it. I think if I worded yeah. it right, and that's. Would yeah. you feel happier if you talked to her? Do you think? I just want to know exactly. You know, I, my mum. I know. I've heard my mum's stories. I've heard my sisters. I just want to know what was going through his head. Yeah. Cause I, I. One thing that I have definitely. One thing that I do know is that when I have a child one day. Hopefully in about ten so years. Ten years, yeah. Hopefully, it's, I've probably got about nine now. <laughs> but hopefully, I think when yeah, I do, I want. Well, I've definitely got somewhere there from in Greece somewhere in the middle of Kavos. <laughs> I think. Um, Don't say that. Serious? You fucking deaf one. You. <laughs> but I think um, I definitely I want a family and I want a secure. I want a, um, a stable home. I suppose everyone wants that. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing that I just want to give to my children. And even if I hate the bitch who I'm with or I get someone pregnant accidentally, which happens, I'd still try my best to make it work. Now, it doesn't always work like that. And I'm sure that every dad goes into, you know, I'm sure everyone wants that. But that's one thing I, I definitely, huh? That's how I love I've had it in my bone But um, But parents that do things like that in front of the children, but then you've got to look back and it's like, what's going through his head? Mm-hmm. What's going through, what was going through my dad's head? Or yeah. Where like did he get it from? I feel like everything's psychology and everything. Some of, this is the story we were talking about the other day. Now, this is a really touchy situation. But that this, I don't feel like people need, I don't feel like sick people need killing or murdering or stoning. So there was that guy the other day that, um, what did he do? He got that yeah, little girl in the street in London, yeah. sick. But I feel like people need help in the head. I feel like they need fixing. Whereas a lot of people would say, no, stone them to death or... Um, Hang kill him. So kill, just kill yeah. them, just kill them. But I don't agree with death. How can you become that person? How can you become a monster that wants to kill? I, I get what he's done, he's sick. But fix his head. How is sending him to prison? Locked in a room. Locked in a room with more paedophiles and... and and racists and, and killers and murderers going to help anyone? Do you, what, do you, what, 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 a murderer, if yeah. someone took someone else's life, why do they deserve to be alive if they took someone else's what, life? What gives you the right to take that away from them? Because they took someone else's. A murderer? What, 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 I mean, what I mean it's, a, it's, a, it's a touchy subject. I mean, if, mm. if it was one of your family members, then we'd be like, yeah, just, just yeah, hang him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, something to happen to, you know, say your sister or your sister, your brother, you'd be like, yeah, just 
I don't want to know this. But it's happened though, but it's happened though, man. Violence is obviously not meant to be, like, violence against violence just doesn't work clearly. I get what you're saying, that's a dual view, that's what I have got a different view on it. This is for a completely different podcast, yeah, isn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? This is something we can talk about in our own time. I just want to go back to um, you going about triggers. Does anything trigger you now? You know about um, say your mum. Like, say if you're watching a film and you know the mum passes away. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you I do listen, like I say, oh. I do get emotional. I do definitely get very emotional. Um, emotional for you. I'm very emotional. I do get emotional. I'm not. Fuck you, I'm not. No, I am very emotional and I don't, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I cry in no. a room in front of anyone. I don't give a fuck. That's good. Um, but um, I definitely, you know, there's been nights where I've just just cried, man. I just really got frustrated. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm working on it, man, and spiritual shit. And, um, but it, and it comes to getting triggered, yeah, like films especially. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't listen to, I'm not big on listening to bare different artists. I, I usually listen to the same music all my life. Yeah. I really don't listen to too much different music, but I find that in my ways, I'm very childish. Not, and I, everyone can say that they're childish, but I find that I'm very, like, I, being like a big I, adult kid, pretty I, much. But, in the, but not childish, though, but like, I'll still watch, like, like I still drink out of a bottle. <laughs> like, that type of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I still, I, do, I, do. I feel shit, like, though, I feel like, my psychology and but I, but then again if i'm aware of it is that even the case but i feel like i definitely like to feel like i'm a child again and when things You're are better it's not childish it's not childish man no, but i just fine. feel like i like being taken back to that time when things were better yeah so i enjoy reminiscing. not reminiscing but i just enjoy feeling like i'm that's why i probably why I love christmas so much being a kid again because yeah. you didn't really get to be a kid do you know what I mean? Like, not, like a teenager type kid. Yeah, I think I, I think I just miss. I think I just love them times in my life when things were fine and when things were good. That's why you got so excited for both. When? When we when were talking about what we want to do tonight and you got all excited for 60 years again. <laughs> <laughs> I, just find that, I just find that I'm very babyish when it comes to shit like that. And, um, enjoy the things you enjoy. Yeah, I don't, it's not a problem. I, I'm definitely happy where my life is right now. So, um, so going on to... The, the, the trigger part like you said you, you watch you watch films and it triggers it and you're like you like reminiscing of you know being a kid again do you know kind of um, I don't know it makes you feel better doesn't it do you know yeah. what I mean and so for people out there now that are, are coming to terms with stuff like what keeps you motivated what keeps you um, going like I know you do your music yeah. and I do my I do my exercise to keep my mind yeah. occupied is that your music way is that your way to keep you motivated? I've got the be, I've got the best team, genuinely. I've got the best team, not just friends, but I've got the best management team that yeah. I could ask for. I really do. They're sick, and they believe in me. Like to them, I am, I am the Drake of this shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Whether I am or not, whether people believe that I'll ever be that that caliber of a star, yeah. they make me feel like I am, yeah. and that is so important. And now, I'll, music is. The only thing that I wake up if I weren't doing music right now, I genuinely don't know what I'd be doing. Yeah. I really don't. I feel like there's been times where if I didn't have music or I didn't feel like something amazing was about to come around the corner, then I'd have definitely, um, I don't know what what had happened. But I told my mum that I quit athletic. When I quit athletics, people had a lot to say. 
as they do. People have a lot to say because I was one of the best athletes in the country. Just on that topic, what was you running? 100 meter? I was doing 400 and 200. Um, what was like 48.6 for 400 meters when I was 16, 15, 16. I was, um, I was number one in the country for a year and then number three in my second year. Um, my top the guy's quick. <laughs> yeah, bro, what do you think so you can quick. do it in now? Oh, I fucking hell. After a few months, man, I'll be getting back to where I need to be. 48.6. 400 meters? Yeah. So, yeah, so I was quick, man, and the people have a lot to say about it because, you know, we had plans for the Olympics and it was just that it was... It's life. Life got older. Yeah, it was a big thing at the time. Like my my this my high Audenshaw school definitely got me into it, and I appreciate it because I learned so many life lessons from that. And my coach was amazing, Dom. But um, I had no choice but to quit, and I didn't love it in the way that I should have done either. But obviously, my mum getting poorly would confirm that. But um, um, I told my mum that at first, I at first when it wasn't um doing music. It was doing pod like videos, vlogs. So I started a YouTube channel doing that from home. And my mum was angry because I started modeling for JD, and then I dropped I dropped out of um, I dropped out of college to do um, to do like to do that. This is before this is like when she wasn't really that polar. And then I um, but when it came down to it, anyway, I told my mum that I was gonna be a star and I'm gonna make it. And my mum was the type of person where she would say, "Just do it." Yeah. You know, if, if, um, for example, literally with anything, like if we were to do something to express ourselves or to have fun, like I think we just asked the ones, well, we want to go to Greece, yeah, I want to go to Greece, but we don't, do we can't afford it, just do it, okay. live life, you know what I'm saying, live life, just do it. That's what my type of person my mum was, so absolutely, like money, like fuck money, just do it. If you can do something, do it. If I've got 10 grand and what's the point in flying somewhere by myself, I can pay for all my friends to go, what's the point in having money without having friends to spend it with for like do you get what i'm saying but like I yeah. that every time you can't take money with you but you can probably take memories with you, do you know absolutely I mean? like the memories that i've conjured over the years man like just some amazing memories of him doing mad stuff and like um my mom's that type of person and so <laughs> but um but yeah but music is like like how i think performing live is my like performing live is we were speaking about this the other day. Is my is is well, watching a live performance is initially what made me love music. Yeah. Watching a live and going to my first concert that really inspired me to want to actually make music. Uh, and when I watch live performances, that inspires me more than anything to get in the studio and work yeah. because I just love live performance. Um, Drake, I feel like Drake raised me. Like as a kid, I've. Dude, I feel like Drake raised me. Like Drake, I feel like it, I do though. Like I really do. I feel like I feel like Drake's music raised me. I feel like well, when I was younger, when I was a young teenager, I didn't really speak to my dad much, and so being a gentleman and stuff, and and being a man, like I learned from Drake's music. If that makes sense, my man, not my, I don't know, but like I just feel like I took a lot from Drake, and so music is the only thing that I live for right now, and my friends as well. Yeah. I'd, 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 uh, the way you get your buzz off being active and being fit. Yeah, yeah everyone's music, got man. their way of, you know. And it's shit because I'm unfit as fuck. <laughs> Sorry, it's really not good. I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> but um, but no, man. But yeah, 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 serious. So, so obviously, the music's like, you know, you 
yeah, you're doing well with it now. So, so everyone wants to hear the light of the tunnel. You know, they want to see the light at the end of the tunnel. They want to get there. They, everyone's come from a dark place, and so have you. So you do music. It's kind of like a light. So where do you want it to go now? What what plans and goals have you got? Because everyone needs to have plans and goals to go forward. Yeah, so they can't always live in the past. Yeah, man. So we've got we've got some music videos, some really good ones. We just shot in Miami, Richard. Um, I've got big expectations for them. I can um and big platforms that they're going to be put out on. Which I'm really excited about because of the, the music's really good and the video's really good and there's some celebrities in the videos, which is exciting. Yeah. But I think the plan is to get it popping and just I, I want as many billboard number ones as possible that's the main plan but oh it's God. crazy because when I speak to different people like I don't like, until like only like the last month or so I didn't realize that my music really does touch people like I'd never realized that before like people yeah. pain inside my heart which is the song about my mom mom's birthday like that touches people in ways that I didn't even know about oh, and I probably wouldn't have before I you have to speak to people to get their opinions you know you have to speak to people because I didn't think that my music touched people like that and so now I'm gonna go and make more music like that if that's what people want to hear do you get what I'm saying yeah so feedback's important but I've got I'm working on an EP which I really I want to be one of the best EPs to ever come out of the country and it's a big statement but unless I'm heading for that then there's no point in me doing it yeah, if, like, unless I'm tr at least trying at least I'm heading for that caliber of music then there's what's the point in me doing it if I'm trying to make it and and make this my living and look after my friends and family so that's my plan and that should be out in december or november for winter and then 2021 we're going to drop these in early 21 we're going to drop these these videos which everyone is going to love they really are going to love them and i suppose we've got some big features as well um some big american features as well and just get it popping man right now at this point in my career right now i just need to get it popping as soon as possible and then I can really think about uh, what's going on, you know. And but right now, I just need to get the buzz as as more ten, ten more like tenfold, you know. Yeah. That's that's my that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, definitely. I'd say you you've got the following on Instagram, and you've obviously got the good music out there. I listen to it myself. Appreciate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I share it. You know that as well. Yeah. Um, it's good to have you know someone local. Yeah, man. Trying to make it, and you don't want anyone else to make it, but that person who's welcome. Appreciate you know what it, I mean? man. Appreciate um, But just before we finish, uh, I know your friends are here now. Um, what was it like trying to open up? Have you opened up to them easier, or did you just let it all come out? Or does someone know more than others? He probably knows more. In fact, no, Joel and Jack. He's him and my other friend, my housemate, Joel, my best, he's my two best friends. He's ringing me. Because uh, um, you've seen it, you've seen it as well. So. Experience it. Yeah. No, I think um, I think Jack's been through some bullshit over the last few months, uh, few years as well. Jack's brother passed away yeah. long ago, and I think that when that happened, you can really appreciate what I went through as well yeah. because he'd never really been through a big loss like that. But like his brother was only like twenty four, was it? 23? Yeah, 25. 25, so he's only young, so. Way too young. Um, I think that I can tell these guys about anything. Joel, me and Joel are really a depressing pair, a very depressing duo. So yeah. we became friends through depression and yeah. through um, talking about our problems. I, so I took him in because he was really down and I wanted to look after him. This is before I even knew him. Like, he just came to my house, the studio, and then from there he just never left yeah. and he ended up moving in. So I, I've definitely got the right friends to speak to. Um, my sister is amazing, but. Yeah, I can tell these guys about anything. 
But a lot of the time now, especially since we got into spirituality, we know the answers though. It's just practicing it. But I think, um, but my team as well, my team in America, my manager, Val, and Mars, they're just, I can't even explain in words how amazing they are. Like have I've, you opened up to them as well, or do they kind of know? I don't. Oh, I don't suppose I do. I mean, I could do if I want to, but they I suppose they're like my escape, though. Like when yeah. shit is the final year, I can speak no, to I'm them not, guys, and yeah. they put me back on track. And I need to. I don't even need to open up to them. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that mean yeah. you, you can agree with that, innit? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just fucking, they just know what to say to me. Yeah. Like, they're a lot older as well, so they've been through. Yeah, they've been through a lot. So, Mars is yeah. the most, the most free guy I've ever met. Obviously, you don't yeah. know him, but like, the guy. A few months, Mars isn't my manager, Mars is just my very good friend, Val's my manager, but Mars, like, he'll just live in a van, he'll have only a van, like, and he'll stay in the back of the van, and he'll have a bike, work another house, and he'll just live, and just be free. Well, that's what that's all don't he does. Don't want to worry about rent or anything like that. He's got no worries. Well, I'm sure he has got worries <laughs> of his own, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's how he lives. So many worries, he's just got a lot And he's the most amazing person, the most happiest person you've ever spoke to he's yeah. so he's a life of the party you get what i'm saying we yeah. thought there was something wrong he was that happy yeah we thought yeah, like he was concerned be... and then we realized it's just he's him. literally just free and that's yeah. how happy he is he's got like anything that's negative he's like he sees as like happy yeah see that see i'm similar the same like no matter how much crap i've gone to oh I, an hour sleep i'll still get up happy as barry yeah i'm never not sad that people realize it yeah and people these days are like oh no way i can't believe you know, you know, committed suicide. Um, he was always happy, but you know, you can never tell. You can never tell with people, can you? I genuinely like. I'm not saying it's the answer. I can't so, say that. No, I'm just saying like. So, were you? Do people know when you're down? Like, for people out here listening, to, to kind of see what to look out for when someone's, you know, feeling a bit different. Can they tell with your body language, or would you be able to tell? I suppose you and Denver. That, he's on a bit of a. With Denver, you go around. He doesn't. Really, he won't speak much. Much that day. Right? So you think you, 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 you could be in a group of people and you won't be speaking. But really, in, when he's normal, you can't get a word in edgeways. Right. So, but then when he's <laughs> when he's like, he's never. You never really see him down that much. Maybe when you're in your own room. I think if I'm down, I'll tell you. Yeah. That's what I mean. the, the, the first time I ever told Jack that I was really down, he paid. I don't have any money, and I, he paid. For me to get a truck because he was in Essex, he, and I remember that it was like three years ago, two years ago. He paid for me to get a train from Manchester to Essex. I'll never forget that. He paid because he said, You just need to get away. I probably still got the WhatsApp messages. Work. Yeah, okay. it was amazing. And he just paid for me to get a train there. We spent the weekend there, we got, and it was amazing. You come back yeah. normal. And I came back feeling great again. The great thing is about Ben is he's never a pessimistic guy. He tries to find like. Yeah, man. That's it. And this is what I'm trying to do with this. I want to turn a negative into a positive. Yeah. Like let people know that, you know, thinking that committing suicide is not the answer. No, do you know? No, it's definitely not. Definitely not the answer. Going to these days, it's happening shouldn't happen at all. Especially in men as well. Yeah. It's gone up two hundred percent this year, man. it's ridiculous. And I feel like if we could get a kickstarting where you know, we can just sit in a room and men can actually talk and just, you know, feel a bit happy about it, a bit a bit relieved. Um, then you know, that's a bit of a goal achieved to make people realise. You never know you home. never know who's listening, man, and you never know what your words can do. Like I feel like over the last few months I feel like my words are more powerful than I thought they are. And I think that this is such a difficult time now, but it will there's always, 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 no matter what you are going through, it always ends up being okay. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always ends up being okay. When you think that 
if you even if you're arguing with someone a week later more time a few months later you don't even think about it anymore if you spend 100 if you spend all your money now and you've got no money left in the bank in three months time it's not going to make a difference to you you're not going to think about it yeah. do you get what i'm saying it's yeah. the same shit with your emotions with life man it's just a rough patch it's, it's just, just a, get easier. literally man and so anyone that is feeling like that you you just need to close your eyes and just have a nap or i really do suggest getting into spirituality and reading them books that i mentioned before but there's so much more to come if i thought that my life was going to be the way it is now forever and i didn't have any anything to look forward to whether it's real whether it exists or not because it's in the future it doesn't exist yet i don't know what's going to happen yeah. but that hope and belief is what makes me want to wake up in the morning yeah. so i think that you need to have some sort of ambition and you need to have something that's that you're working towards always yeah. in order to, to to live to see that next day because if you've got nothing to wake up for then what is the point yeah. so you need you need you need something and there's definitely much more to life than to just top yourself man it's not the way no it is definitely not it's just one foot in front of the other day by day literally and you... another thing another thing sorry i know that we're getting i know we need to cool. but a really good exact really good example of that is if you're on the motorway at night time and there's no lights on the motorway and you've got two lights on the front of the car and you've got your gps on so you know that you're going to get the destination eventually all you can see with those lights is the next 20 yards of the motorway but you know even though you can't see the fucking whole route you know that eventually you're going to get to that destination yeah. it's the same shit inspire yourself find something that you like he's just started doing um custom air forces you know what i'm saying plugs you know what i'm saying he just started doing custom air forces where he's, he's doing but it's exciting i'm all excited for him yeah do you know what i'm saying You've got, you've got to scrub yourself slow. with people that help you see your vision, help you get to where you yeah. want to be. I needed this two years ago. Yeah. I'll, if my life would have been... If I met you two years ago, my life would be so much different. Appreciate it, bro. You too, bro. He's just after a raise. They got it. <laughs> 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 yeah, trust, bro. Asking for that big... But, but big that's goal. it. That's what helps. And this is what's trying to make people realise. If you open up to people, you can create friendships out of it. That's what I you want, can man. grow stronger. Simple. You can yeah. get your own little team and you know you all want to better each other and you can't wait till one of them does good for themselves we we haven't been friends for very long but i feel like these guys know that they're in a no, circle we've known, we've known we've known each other for a long time but we've never been really close friends for a long time but i feel like already we know that we've got a circle where you can speak about anything mm -hmm. you know and that's a, a big that's a big thing to say to someone that you've only really been close friends with for the last few months yeah. but I want to create that and i want and I, and I feel like the people that i choose in my life create that for other people yeah. where they, they just calm and easy to talk to yeah it's so important because i say that like but there's not a lot of people that can do that though well, it's, it's kind of like us we've never chilled yeah we've never hung out yeah. just used to you know exactly. messages back in the day and exactly. then that was it and exactly. we can come here today years down the line two grown men and yeah. have a conversation i'm not about quite fully grown is. yet <laughs> i'm getting there i'm getting there but do you know what i mean I've got my on. yeah man you can you can you know you can sit down two yeah. grown ass men yeah, man. near enough um and open up and yeah. not judge absolutely do you man. know what i mean and accept it and you know if you go away from this now and it sets off a trigger you know i'm only a message away your mates are only a message away you know how to handle it yeah, handle man. it very well um and you know i'm always here to listen absolutely bro. i wish you the very best bro and you should take jack out for a run sometime because he's a long distance when i was walking <laughs> uh, i'll try with my legs yeah, here yeah, uh, yeah. yeah i really do appreciate you denver of course, and, anything uh, that you need mates i appreciate you coming yeah. down and i also appreciate you being there for denver yeah. not a lot of people get i appreciate you really guys appreciate saying it. no i appreciate all you guys man no, well, especially yeah. you for the things you've done for me over the years but um 
Nah, man. I've got a great, great. If you need anything, bro, ever, anything you need at all, make sure you let me know. If I can do it, I will. If I can't, then I'll tell you. But... Yeah, that's it. I appreciate that. Uh, thanks, everyone who's going to be listening. And I will see you on the next one.